0: Episode of Rocket with Your Card Out. I have a very special guest today. She has never been on a podcast before, and you might have never heard of her. If you listen to this podcast or some of the other podcasts I do, you might know her just uh, sort of like passively, like I brought her up. But uh, the person for this episode that I'm talking about is very important to me for reasons that will become uh, clear in a moment or two, and that is because this is my daughter, Angelia. Say hi, Angelia. Hello. You don't need to get right up to the microphone. You want to kind of keep a level space there, okay? <laughs> you know, you nodding doesn't really help. Um, audio, or, uh, you know, podcast is an audio medium. They can't see you nodding your head, okay? <laughs> doesn't uh, visual components don't really work on a uh, audio only podcast, okay? <laughs> okay. Anyway, we had been talking about doing a podcast together for a while, okay? Right? We'd been talking about doing a podcast together for a while. Yeah. Okay. So. Initially, what brought this on was, would you say, the Falcom 40th Anniversary um, concert? Yeah, probably. Okay. I've talked about it before, especially on that episode that I kind of did my own Falcom 40th Anniversary tribute, that I've sort of ruined you effectively because you're really into video game music, and I um, have a certain person in my life who's very upset that I got you into that in the first place, but you know, that's neither here nor there, so we'll just kind of deal with that, so. What I decided uh, I thought would be a nice little thing is if I have you on, and we can talk about some of your favorite video game music. Now, some of it's covers, and some of it's the original versions, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, who would you say is your favorite um, either group or composer, as far as video game music goes?
1: Oh, uh, probably Falcom. <laughs>
0: You heard it here, folks. I I ruined this poor child. Jeez oh, yep. Louise. Okay. <laughs> so there's going to be, um, let's say, not insubstantial amount of Falcom Sound Team JDK being played on this podcast because she loves it. I love it. And, you know, just I've never uh, let me ask you, Angelia, I, I want it to come out of your mouth. Do you feel like I've ever kind of forced it at you? No. No. Okay. How, how do you feel like you picked up? Why do you feel like you picked up Falcom as much as you have as far as liking it?
1: I think it's because when I started playing violin and you showed me Falcom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because there were violin players in it. I just kind of got interested in it.
0: There was a female violin player?
1: Maybe, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I remember? It was a Mizuki Mizutani. Yeah. Remember I showed you and she did some of the singing on um, one of the tracks, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, this is just, it was just sort of one of those things that she, she started playing the violin. I felt like, oh, maybe she'll like Falcom stuff, because I always played it in the car. I'm sure you remember that even before you were into violin. Definitely. Yeah. And I just thought, hey, you know what? This might be something I should be into. And I, I, like I said, I've tried my best not to force what I like onto you or Thomas because I don't think that's fair. I want you guys to develop your own personalities and your own interests and likes. hmm Okay. I was going to say nodding isn't helping. <laughs> <laughs> the people can't hear you nodding, child. <laughs> okay. So we're going to play 11 different tracks and we're going to be doing... Uh, Kind of what um, my former co-host and I used to do and talk about them a little in between, but nothing crazy. We're not going to go in-depth because while Angelia technically is a musician, she is a beginning musician. So we're not going to go like <laughs> breaking down like harmonies and scales and yada, yada, yada. yada. We're just going to kind of talk about what we like about it. So it's going to be, you know, doing what we did before, but with a lot more casual sort of conversation. So anyway, the first track we're going to be listening to today is Megalovania, and that is not the original version from Undertale. The w- version we're going to be covering today is the violin folk version, and that is a Taylor Davis cover. And uh, Taylor Davis is... Do you want to explain who Taylor Davis is real fast?
1: Uh, She's a violinist who plays most a lot of video game and movie music
0: and anime too oh
1: right forgot
0: yeah she does a lot of cover stuff like that she's got her own original stuff too that's pretty good i think yeah i like starfire a lot
1: Mm Mhm.
0: so yeah we've talked about that so anyway we'll go ahead and play that and be right back Violin Folk Version by Taylor Davis. Okay, so Angelia, tell me, what exactly, outside of you playing this thing ad nauseum around the house to the <laughs> point that it started to drive us nuts, um, what is it about this song that like really appeals to you?
1: Well, at first I had no idea, but I like this song because the rhythm is really exciting and fun. It also is a song that is really well arranged. Each part of this song just goes really well with the rest of the song, in my opinion. That's why it's so good.
0: Okay. See, I, I think for me, a lot of it is a visual component. When I watch Taylor Davis play, you can tell she really loves what she's doing. She's always got a really big smile on her face, mm-hmm. especially this one. Like, I think this was the first video of hers I really saw, maybe one of the first. And you could just see it on her face. She loved playing this one. And yeah, it's really catchy. It, it's to the point that, yes, as much as it was annoying that you were playing this um, <laughs> or humming it, I would say bare minimum, 30 times a day. I I still enjoy listening to it. Still, I think it's a good testament to how much of a remix this is. Now, um, we've listened to the original, and we're, I would say, not fans, but neither one of us really, really prefers the original to this one, right?
1: Yeah, not really.
0: Yeah, yeah, we're definitely more along the lines of uh, liking Taylor Davis's remix. Now, she did do another version of this one but this is the one i think we both settled on that like this is a really good version of this song it's it's a lot of fun the folk thing kind of makes it like a little bit more peppy and poppy like you can kind of dance to it almost so more of an irish jig i suppose than a uh, than an actual dance but eh, it's it's fun either way right yeah yeah all right you got anything else you want to talk about with this one
1: uh, not really not really i can think so uh I think I'll...
0: okay <laughs> okay you want to move on to the next one then uh sure okay do you want to introduce it or do you want me to do it
1: I'll, I'll introduce this one. By the way, is it zero no kisaki?
0: Kiseki.
1: Kiseki. Okay, the second one is inevitable struggle.
0: <laughs> Try so, that again. Inevitable. Inevitable. No, whole sentence again, Angelia. The
1: second one is inevitable.
0: Try it again. You're okay.
1: The second one is inevitable struggle from Legend of Heroes Zero No. Kiseki. Kiseki. Uh, super arranged version by Falcom Sound Team JDK.
0: Yep, yeah. We didn't even go two songs into this without a Falcom track popping up. So yeah. Anyway, <laughs> here is here it is. Here's uh Yeah, here it is. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> edit around angely don't forget this is going to be edited so you can you can make a I mistake know. and do that it's okay all right that was inevitable struggle from legend of hero zero Kiseki zero or er, <laughs> see dad even screws up all right all right that was inevitable struggle from legend of Heroes zero Nokaseki. super arranged version by falcom sound team jdk all right this is absolutely one of my favorites from falcom sound team i love this one and why don't you tell me why you like it so much
1: At first, it's rather calm and not that energetic, but you can tell it's going to be one of those songs that is energetic. It's also nice how slowly it gets more and more fast and intense, but not heavy. Angelia,
0: you're reading the wrong one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shoot. Okay, I think this song is so great because it starts out calm and then really energetic. It's also so cool how they have really different instruments in the song and find a way for them to go together that well. I think that's really interesting about Falcom.
0: Okay. So that's one of the things I talked to you about originally with Falcom that I like so much is the way that they, they can blend stuff that like doesn't really seem like it would make a whole lot of sense, especially like when we were watching that 40th anniversary concert yeah. where the saxophone is taking sort of the lead from the electric guitar and them kind of going back and forth a little bit where they sound very like much like kind of lead singers trading the lead off spot, right?
1: Yeah, I would never picture a saxophone in a electric guitar together
0: yeah yeah but um falcom does that a lot with the violin in particular especially modern day falcom they didn't used to be quite so heavy on the violin stuff back in the day but uh more recent iterations within the last i think like 10 15 years they've really taken a liking to the violin actually it's probably more in like the last like 15 20 years now that i think about it but yeah this is one where the violin i think hits really well and just really blends in with the rest of the music and it's got like i said a nice like powerful kind of energetic feel to it you know Mm -hmm. i think that's why it's one of my favorites too
1: yeah. Me too.
0: <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Uh, no. No? Okay. All right. You ready to move on to the next one then? Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to introduce it or do you want me, or do you, uh, want me to do it?
1: Um, I'll introduce this one. Okay. It's much easier to pronounce. Uh, now the next one is Bolero of Fire from Zelda. Okay, hold
0: on. When you're saying it, you need to. Be a uh, little bit closer yeah, like, yeah Yeah I
1: noticed that mistake Okay try that again Now the next one is Bolero of Fire From Zelda Ocarina of Time From the album Melodies of Hyrule By Taylor Davis
0: around when you started it's no big deal so all right that was Bol. Bo- hmm. see <laughs> see daddy sucks at talking that was bolero of fire from zella ocarina of time and that was the album melodies of hyrule by taylor davis okay kid um i'm gonna tell you the truth i'm normally not much of a fan outside of like the garuda valley theme i'm not really a fan of the ocarina of time soundtrack very much so this i haven't i don't i don't want to say i don't listen to it very much i don't dislike it it's just one of those things that like i don't listen to it because it's not my favorite zelda album so i don't really have any particular connotation to this one so you coming up with this one on your own is kind of like a, oh okay cool you came up with this totally on your own so talk to me about it why do you like it so much
1: At first, it's rather calm and not really that energetic, but you can tell it's going to be one of those songs that is energetic. It's also nice how it slowly gets more and more fast and intense, but not just heading straight into the song, because sometimes going to the fun part immediately is nice, but sometimes it's nicer to slowly get there sometimes, too.
0: (laughs) Okay so you kind of like the kind of a slow intro in this one and then it kind of builds up to taylor davis kind of going a little crazy on the violin yeah what i call uh she's just showing off sometimes (laughs) you just watch her playing you're like yeah yeah you're a great violinist we get it okay (laughs) Jesus, yeah if you're not familiar with taylor davis's music i i was kind of familiar but like really like hearing her play a lot more and more is like oh man this woman really is good at this thing yeah and would you say like she's probably your like one of your like favorites?
1: Yeah, I'd say one of my favorites.
0: Okay, because somebody bought you all of the albums, didn't they? Maybe. Who was that? Do you think bought all those albums for you?
1: I don't know. Mm.
0: Who uh, who got you uh their uh their, her brand new CD?
1: Uh, hmm, I, do have, I have no idea. Mm.
0: And autographed?
1: I have no idea. still. Uh-huh.
0: With your uh, name in the thank you notes
1: do not know still.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that other person <laughs> might be on this podcast with you, and this is a podcast of two at the moment, so that might be me. <laughs> uh, child, you're going to cost me an arm and a leg here by the time this is all said and done. But anyway, yeah, I, I like this one. Like I said, it's I'm, I don't normally go to the Ocarina of Time thing too much, just because it's musically doesn't do much for me. I think it has to do with the way the Nintendo 64 sounds more than anything. It's not that sonically I don't like, or even like arra- arrangement-wise, I don't like the Zelda music or the Ocarina of Time music. It's just more the way the Nintendo 64 sounds I've just never been a big big fan of it
1: well I've never played with the Nintendo 64 so I wouldn't know
0: it's okay I only have um literally two games for it and those are both Zelda games so Ah. yeah I that's one of those systems actually you have you well I don't know if you have played it well yeah you played Super Mario 64 right I
1: don't remember
0: okay (laughs) that's the one you like jump through the paintings and everything
1: to oh, go yeah. into a level
0: okay yeah that was a that was a 64 game oh okay so yeah that's that's probably the only 64 game you've played that and i don't know if you played the original pokemon snap have you no. played that one no okay i haven't
1: i don't even know if i played the new pokemon snap
0: oh okay well, we'll have to rectify that they just added like four new stages to the new pokemon snap Ooh. we're not not the new it's actually called new pokemon snap so
1: oh. yeah
0: anyway moving on why don't we go ahead and listen to the next one unless you've got anything else you want to add
1: no, I don't think I have anything else to add.
0: Okay, so what is the next song we're listening to, Angelia? Uh,
1: one moment, right, please. The fourth one is "Long Lawn Ranch" from "Zelda Ocarina of Time" from the album "Songs of Lost Woods" by Taylor Davis.
0: Yeah, thanks. We're doing another Ocarina of Time, huh? Really making me look up the like a putz here. Thanks. Okay, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't. I can adjust it. I can slide those things around.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. That was my bratty daughter saying, okay. And that, before (laughs) that, was Lawn Lawn Ranch from The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And that was Songs of the Lost Woods by Taylor Davis. Her most recent album that, again, somebody bought you an autographed copy of and got you in the credits, too.
1: Hmm. Still wondering who gave me that one.
0: Angie, I can't possibly figure that out. So anyway, um, since, again, you made me look like a putz putting two Ocarina of Time uh, songs here back to back, um, why don't you go ahead and tell me about what? But it is this, about this one that you like?
1: Okay. Uh, so far the songs I've liked are more exciting ones. This one is nice and mellow. It has,
0: oh, slow down, slow down.
1: I'm gonna restart. The yeah,
0: song. go ahead. Slow down.
1: So far the songs I have liked are more exciting ones. This one is nice and mellow. It has a bit of a lullaby thing to it because I can see myself dozing off to this song, definitely. But you can still tell it's Zelda, so it's a really great song.
0: What makes you, I'm not going to put you on the spot if you can't tell like right off the bat or have the answer for me, but what makes you so sure it's a Zelda song by listening to it?
1: I'm not sure. I just guess that normally um, Zelda has a certain style of music.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And largely because the same composer has done not most of, but a lot of the music over the years. Yeah. Okay. Okay, now that makes sense. Yeah, I have very weird memories of this one um, playing on the Nintendo 64 at Graham Graham's house. Um, yeah. Like, I played this, like, the almost the day it came out. I think she had got it for me while I was in school, and I came home, and I um, I weirdly got sick for the next few days after that and stayed home and played it. <laughs>
1: Gee, I wonder how that happened. Yeah, you
0: know. Yeah, just a dirty kid, you know. I was yeah. a dirty teenager just didn't take care of myself and just, oh, hey, Zelda came out. <laughs> God, I feel bad. I should stay home and play this, I guess. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah. Don't ever do that.
1: I'm not. I know how to... Uh, I like school.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. Here, the weird anyway. That's why... Yeah, I, I'm a weirdo. Yeah, that's why I do fake internet. Everyone
1: was glad that we're not having homework now and I was the one like pouting
0: <laughs> yeah that's why uh, i play uh, fake radio over the internet with my friends and my daughter now and uh you're gonna go ahead and uh, be successful in your life and i'm gonna be doing this still probably anyway <laughs> yeah i have a uh, very distinct memories of uh playing this and this uh again not really a big fan of the original version on the 64 it's kind of I don't know, like I, yeah most of the stuff on the 64 it just does not sit with me very well it's just yeah kind of strange with that stuff so but i mean this is a nice pretty version i think uh i think if anyone can win me over as far as ocarina of time or just nintendo 64 music in general taylor davis's arrangements are about what's going to do it
1: yeah but still i have never heard the original song on of Lawn Lawn ranch so
0: Remind me of when we're done. I have the soundtracks because I, at one point, I was just buying them all because I was like, I want to be a collector of every Zelda soundtrack, and I have them. no, I don't like these, <laughs> so I've got them, and you can listen to them. But yeah, there's... why
1: the heck would you do that?
0: Because at one point I wanted everything Zelda-related, which is why I have that um, that silver platter and the um, the press release from Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because I, at one point in my life, uh, didn't have children or any real bills, or um, you
1: know, Nothing mommy much. and I, mommy
0: and I weren't together, so I had plenty of money to spend on myself, and I just pissed it away on whatever I felt like. <laughs> so,
1: watch your language.
0: Well, you know, this is a this is a mature rated podcast. I can say whatever the gosh darn heck I feel like. <laughs> I'm getting glared at. That doesn't help in an audio format, child. Now she's shaking her head at me. She's very bad at this podcast thing, much like her dad. Anyway, moving on. Angelie, why don't you tell me about the next one?
1: Okay, but before I tell before I say it, I hate you. The next one is Innocent Primeval Breaker from E7 by Falcom Sound Team JDK.
0: Alright, and we know who influenced her on this one, so let's go ahead and play that bad boy. <laughs> All right, that was Innocent Primeval Breaker from E7 by Falcom Sound Team JDK. Now I've done E7 um, by itself, and Innocent Primeval Breaker's come on a couple of uh, other podcasts that I've mentioned because this is absolutely one of my favorite Falcom tracks, and I think this is probably the track that ultimately sort of got me into Falcom Sound Team as far as like recognizing them as like a group of composers and musicians that I was like really into. So anyway, that's enough about me. We're here to talk about why you like this, Angelia, so why don't you talk about that a little bit?
1: Okay. It nearly sounds like it's battle music because of how fast it is. Shoot. (laughs) My head! (laughs) The first part of the song is a very soft part, and then it becomes more intense. I love how well they mix the violin and electric guitar into this song so well. They are two really different instruments, but go so well together in this song like i mentioned it in the last Falcom sound we played
0: Mm-hmm. this in particular is where i realized that like oh hey the violin can be kind of a kick-ass instrument
1: Like your language i could say whatever i
0: want this is my podcast aren't it yeah you can keep glaring at me child you want to be grounded no thank you okay now i'm gonna say let's recall who's uh who's, um, old phone you're using to listen to your music yeah true yeah yeah okay easy easy there tiger easy there all right <laughs> So yeah, again, I I don't have much more I can say about this, because I've kind of said ad nauseum how much I love Innocent Primeval Breaker. It sort of introduced me to Falcom Sound Team. It's the opening, kind of, or it's the the shortened version of this, not the like five minute uh, long thing that we got here. The shortened version of this is what plays in like the anime opening sequence for E7, and it's definitely what got me there. Um, Again, if you haven't listened to that episode, or those two episodes, E7 is, um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Ease game, but it's definitely the most important one to me, because it's the one that got me into Ease, and it got me over to RP Gamer, and I became friends with Michael Cunningham, who is the um, former editor-in-chief of RP Gamer, who passed away a few years ago of cancer, and I'm also friends with uh, a few other people from RP Gamer, so this game has a kind of a special place in my heart, as far as that goes, because it introduced me to a lot of cool stuff and a lot of cool people, so...
1: Well, my favorite game is Ease Origin and it's the only Ease game I have ever played or even Falcom game, so Yeah.
0: You actually did play Ease Eight a little bit when I first got it?
1: I don't remember. I yeah. didn't even know how old I was. So. That
0: was a few years ago. And I played it, um I had a review code for it, so we were playing it before everyone else was playing it, and I let you play it a little bit just to try it out because you thought it looked cool. So but that was like three or four years ago at this point. So
1: Yeah, no, I probably don't remember.
0: No, it? no. You barely remember if you brush your hair in the morning sometimes.
1: Wow, thanks. <laughs> You're
0: welcome. <laughs> Love you, kid. <laughs> All right. So are we ready to move on to the next one?
1: Uh yeah. Okay.
0: Why don't you tell me what it is?
1: Well, speaking of E's Origin, next the next one is Genesis Beyond the Beginning from E's Origin by Falcom Sound Team JDK. I told,
0: you. I told you there was going to be a lot of Falcom in this thing. Again. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It nearly. S- <laughs> Go on and hit my head.
0: Right, that was Genesis Beyond the Beginning from E's Origin, and of course by Falcom Sound Team J.D.K. Now, I haven't listened to the E's Origin soundtrack too too much because it's also one of those games I haven't really played very much. But um, you know, again, it's Falcom Sound Team. It's not really much to discuss as far as why I would own this in the first place and how you found it because it's Falcom, and of course, Daddy has it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So why don't you talk about why you like this one so much?
1: It nearly sounds like it's battle music because of how fast it is, but, it is the, but it's the opening theme song to the game. It's also nice because it had this Falcom sound to it, because when you hear the music, it sounds so similar to their songs, because you can hear how it sounds like a Falcom song.
0: So what, Um, I'm curious on, like, from your perspective, but, like, what makes it a Falcom sound to you? Like, what... When you hear something, you're like, "Oh yeah, that's clearly Falcom."
1: Um, I don't know. It's just because a lot of their rhythms are have like a pattern or like are alike somehow. Mm-hmm. And how the what instruments they choose for the songs also shows it, and which instruments they mix in this song too.
0: Yeah, no, I agree with you. That's a good, it's a good observation as far as the rhythm stuff goes. I, I. You're kind of on your own on that one because daddy's not a musician. I haven't played the piano since I was like in single digits and you know pushing 40 here now, so can't yeah. really help you. You're like
1: 38?
0: 39.
1: Oh, 39. Yeah, so
0: I see I'm getting close to 40, kid. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me anyway. You're what kind of. I'm just
1: doing my job.
0: Yeah, what being a jerk? Yep. Yep. Okay, unless well, you admit it, so. <laughs> but yeah, um, because. I, I think the instrumentation thing is a good idea with that because there's a lot of, like, driving guitar and violin kind of stuff as far as, like, lead driving instruments goes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a certain, I guess that's sort of what the rhythm is, but, like, a certain percussive feel to a lot of the Falcom stuff that I like. And I I don't know if I influenced you a lot in that, but I like a lot of, like, the kind of harder-hitting, fast-paced Falcom stuff for some of their, like, more kind of low-key stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm not into most of their, like, more relaxing stuff as much as their fun stuff. Mm
0: -hmm. And that's kind of strange, too, because, like, for me, I like sad music. Like, I'll play it for you at some point, Angelia. But um, my favorite track from Final Fantasy VI is Celeste's theme. And it is this very, like, sad, depressing kind of sounding song. And then you listen to, like, the stuff I listen to in, um, you know, and Legend of Heroes stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh... It would never guess he likes sad music, too. So, yeah.
1: I don't want to be depressed when I'm listening to music.
0: Well, you know, it's it doesn't make me depressed. It just, I don't know, like, I just like sad music. I think there's just something about the tempo and, like, the instrumentation choices with a lot of them that I just really like. It really kind of fits in with me.
1: Yeah, but I'd probably get depressed listening to it. Oh,
0: jeez, Louise Child. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'm going to shut you up here. We're going to move on to the next one. Why don't you, why don't you tell the people what it's going to be?
1: Uh, Next is Sons of Liberty from Metal Gear Solid 2. This is... This is from the album Game On Two Player Mode by Taylor Davis and Laura DeWitt. <laughs>
0: was Sons of Liberty from Metal Gear Solid 2, and that was the version that Taylor Davis and Laura DeWitt did on their uh, kind of duo album, Game On, two-player mode. All right, Angelia, something from Metal Gear Solid is not something I would have expected you to have uh, gotten (laughs) into because you have never... No, you've actually seen me play Metal Gear Solid.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you remember that uh, kind of like the PS1 game I played for Game Club like a few years ago, and it looked kind of funny because it was old? Maybe. The one where you're like sneaking around and everything? I think. Yeah. Yeah, you, I guarantee you, if I played it, you'd remember it. So, but yeah, yeah that's uh, Metal Gear Solid Two was actually like a really big, important game for me, and like that was like one of the early PS2 games that came out that just looked astounding. Like the stuff that you see in it now isn't like really that incredible, but at the time, like it was just like, oh my god, this game looks amazing. Game can't possibly look any better now. Like a cheap budget game looks better than Metal Gear Solid Two, but you know that was twenty years ago, nearly at this point. So yeah,
1: a very long time ago.
0: Yes, it was. <laughs> Oh, anyway, while oh, you keep reminding me of my mortality, I just why don't you go ahead and tell me why you like this thing, kid?
1: Okay. At first it reminds me of music from a game called Phoenix right? then it has this sad melody to it and then sounds less sad. The song also, in my opinion, goes really well with the title of the game. I have no idea why the heck I think that, but I also don't know why I think the beginning sounds like a Phoenix Wright song, so yeah. I have a weird opinion on this song. After a while into the song, it gets sad again and less sad. So it's like a scale, which is really neat.
0: I like this one. The Metal Gear Solid theme's always been kind of one I've enjoyed. And just stuff from Metal Gear Solid 2 has got some really good music. Even though it's very... Um, it went from a video game composer doing it to uh, Hideo Kojima, the sort of like father of the Metal Gear Solid series, getting a... Um, like hollywood composer hey harry gregson williams i believe is his name um to do the soundtrack so it went from you know very like thematic kind of stuff like that to it it almost sounds like movie stuff that's for me a lot of the times is kind of forgettable i'm not saying like the avengers music is bad but even the avengers theme i i I couldn't hum you a single note of the damn thing and (laughs) i've heard it multiple times and every time i hear it i'm like oh this is good and then i Stop watching it, I'm like, what was the Avengers theme again? What did that sound like? Because like, I keep thinking, like, oh, maybe I should buy the theme, just because I kind of like it. I'm like, I don't even remember it after I get done watching a movie. I should probably just, I mean, I like it that much, right?
1: Yeah, probably. Okay.
0: All right, so um, I guess I guess maybe I should have you play Metal Gear Solid eventually, but uh, maybe when you're a little bit older, because there's some, let's say, more grown-up topics in there that I don't know if I want a 10-year-old going through quite yet. <laughs> Okay. Like it's fun to watch sometimes, but there's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in those games that I don't think you'll be able to wrap your head around at ten years old. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alright, so are you ready for the next one? Yes. Alright.
1: You're gonna have to help me pronounce the first name again.
0: Okay, that's okay. Why don't you why don't you give it a shot and then I'll help you okay. once you're done, okay?
1: The next one is Let the Battles Begin, a Merc Drop from Final Fantasy Seven remake by Nobu Uematsu.
0: Got it. Very close. It's Naboo, no, 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 Uimatsu. No,
1: bo, u, 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 u. There you
0: go. Now my only complaint with your pronunciation really is there's an exclamation point at let the battles begin. So you got to say it with an exclamation point, right? I
1: don't want to scream. Okay, well
0: you know I don't want you to scream either, but you can say it with a little bit of emphasis.
1: <laughs> me 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 me.
0: All right. Anyway, here's the song. And making sure I don't fall into the same critique I just gave you, Angelia, that was Let the Battles Begin, a Merc's Job from Final Fantasy VII Remake by Nobuo Uematsu. See, you gotta put it with a little, little oomph behind it when you say it.
1: Me, 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 me.
0: Yeah, I know, you're not a professional. I make a whopping like $40 a month off this. And how do you make $40 a month off this, right? You might ask that.
1: Uh, I fold laundry.
0: No, me. Oh. How do I make $40 a month doing this?
1: You talk about video games. Yes,
0: but you're supposed to ask me, no, Dad, how do you do that?
1: No, Dad. How do you do that? Thank
0: you. God, you're terrible at this. <laughs> well, you go over to patreon.com slash gamesjunk and And over there, you can kick in a dollar a month and you will get a quick uh, thank you from me for kicking in a dollar a month. For $3 a month, you will get the bonus episodes of Rocket With Your Card Out. You will get bonus segments on Multimedia Failure, a video game movie podcast I do with my friends John and Vanessa, who, um, Mommy Says What? I play fake internet or fake radio over the internet with my friends yeah yeah okay so you get bonus segments with us you will get all of the podcasts i do over here in the games and junk network which is just my site um at a higher quality audio rate in a handy catch-all feed so if you want your podcast to sound better and all of them in one shot that's the way to do it and for five dollars a month you also get a shout out on the show so for the people that donate five dollars a month i got a shout out to my two co-hosts that i mentioned earlier vanessa cahill john lucero and then also alex messenger josh carpenter Eric and Nathan Cooper, for uh, helping me justify this to people in my life who are like, why do you spend so much time away from us, Daddy? You don't ever see us. You don't ever see us. Why don't you ever spend time with us? Oh, it's because you're doing your stupid fake radio over the internet with your friends again, huh? Anyway, so that, my child, is how you get to be a professional podcaster is you make a few dollars a month that way.
1: Uh, can I give out rewards, too? And maybe since I'm the guest on your podcast, mm-hmm. can I get a t-shirt or something?
0: Uh, I don't make t-shirts. Oh. We don't have merch. Oh. Yeah, sorry, kid. I think I buy you enough clothes and stuff anyway, right? I mean, I bought you a $40 Falcon shirt, for God's sakes. I think you got a shirt.
1: 40 anniversary, $40. Yeah,
0: yeah, what a rip. (laughs) God, anyway. Okay, so that was, um, as we said before, Let the Battles Begin, a Merc's Job from Final Fantasy VII Remake. I like this one a lot. Um, Final Fantasy VII is one of those games that I've never been too keen on, and I thought the soundtrack was okay. Like, it was good. It's just the original version's instrumentation was a little muffled because it was early PS1 stuff. It was kind of sampled stuff that I didn't think sounded very good. Now, with the remake that came out on the PS4 and PS5, you've got some, you know, you obviously capable of just using, like, real instrumentation and really kind of just going to town with this. Now, as my love of the Final Fantasy seven soundtrack uh, increased with the remake... My love of the game actually decreased because I do not like the combat system at all. I don't enjoy it, so I, I I like the soundtrack way more than I like the game. To the point that I've actually listened to the whole soundtrack and got about five hours into the game and um um stopped playing it. I nearly said something that I shouldn't because you're like you know two feet in front of me. So I was like, oops, I probably uh probably shouldn't say that because yeah.
1: Yeah, you scared me when you said that. You hope it wasn't a uh, Final Fantasy Seven game. I'm like, oh. Jeez, I think that <laughs> said Final Fantasy
0: VII. No. Well, I'm glad you picked the remake. I like the remake soundtrack a lot. It's pretty good. You,
1: you yeah. Do
0: so, do. You, so you did a good pick. If you picked it from the original, i have been like, nope, go back, to, go back to square one, start again, find something else. We're not doing this trash. <laughs> it's not trash, but you know, sometimes you just say things for comedic effect. So, yes. All right, you ready for the next one, kid? I didn't
1: even talk about
0: why I liked it. Oh, you didn't, did you? Okay, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry i'm a bad i'm a bad host what do you want i haven't had anybody else on this podcast with me for a while so it's been a while anyway tell me why you like
1: this thing um i liked it but before i say that i have to say that i also like how i chose a pretty different song because so far it's been oh i'm gonna do taylor davis now some falcom now more taylor davis more falcom maybe (laughs) squeeze in a bit more taylor davis
0: (laughs) and just for a change of pace maybe a little more taylor davis
1: yeah but so but now this one i chose a completely different artist so that's something neat that i liked um and i like the song because the song has a lot of strings in it and i personally like stringed instruments i think it's also neat how you would think like the violin cello those instruments would be in a orchestra playing classical music like Mozart and beethoven but instead they're playing a really different genre it's also neat how the music does not calm down and fades into the distance at the very end.
0: Now, do you uh, want to know why it does that?
1: Uh, because it's battle music and...
0: You got it. Because you don't know how long somebody's going to be in a battle, so you sort of need to leave it kind of open-ended for the music to be able to be, like faded out very quickly.
1: Yeah, like, oh, this boss is really hard. I'm going to be playing this for hours.
0: Well, right. odds are this is uh, just played in a regular battle, so it's one of those ones that just lasts a few seconds sometimes. Yeah. So you play it and it could literally, I mean, you know, it, depending on how you're playing it, it could be you fighting for a minute. You could be fighting for 15 seconds. So you need something that is workable as far as being able to fade out and into the victory music within a few seconds. Yeah. So you need something that has a nice, like, it can always fade out at any given second. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say about it before we move on? I'm Since I was so rudely, rudely. Not allowing you to say your opinion on it because I was too busy plugging my own podcast (laughs) and my own Patreon. But you think everyone should go and support me on Patreon, right? Yeah. Yeah, because eventually uh, maybe Daddy could do this for a living, right? Yeah. Yeah, wouldn't that be better than uh, me having to do the uh, shit gig I'm doing now?
1: Watch your language.
0: I will not, thank you.
1: Watch your language for 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 Falcom Sound Team JDK's sake. (laughs)
0: this is my child you can tell anyway but yeah you, you would much rather me do be doing this for a living than uh what i'm doing now right yeah okay see everyone listen to her if you haven't listened to me i'm dead serious like she wants me to do this because um yeah i don't yeah they would like me home all the time and i would kind of like to stay home all the time and do this anyway why don't you go ahead and tell us about your next one
1: but i need wait oh but...
0: yeah gotta talk about the next song that you picked <laughs>
1: All right. Uh n- next is the Battle of Hyrule Field from Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. The composers on it were
0: Do you want me to just do this? No. Okay. I'm
1: doing this. All right. <laughs> Kumi Tanioka.
0: Well, there's no s in there.
1: Oh. Kumi Kumi Tanioka.
0: Tanioka, yeah.
1: Yay. Ryo. Rayo. Rayo. Uratani. Very good. Ryo
0: Rio Taro. Rio Taro. Taro, like that's Ryo Taro.
1: Oh, Ryotaro. Taro. Yagi. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And Haruki Yamada. 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 Yamada.
0: Very good. Not too shabby, kid. Yay. All right. Anyway, I uh, I'm not going to say all those when we come back, so why don't we go ahead and listen to that?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, that was Battle of Hyrule field from Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. A uh, game soundtrack that I thought is a little bit better than I thought it was going to be because originally I thought it was just going to be Zelda Butt Rock remixes like, in you know, Hyrule Warriors, but instead there was actually some real thought put into the soundtrack and some real actual music put in, not just like, oh, here's a remake throughout the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, admittedly I will I will take that and say I was completely wrong about that. Anyway, um yeah, so this is from the uh quasi-sequel prequel to uh, breath of the wild that is a musou game which is just basically a gigantic beat-em-up so anyway why don't you talk about why you like this one and why you picked it
1: all right i like that i like this song because it's it has the right amount of speed not too fast and not too slow in my opinion i want all the battle games i play to have this tempo but sadly that's not how it works <laughs> i also like how there's a deeper sounding instruments and more high-pitched ones too and how they blend really well together Uh, it's really interesting too because it's different from most Zelda music so that's pretty cool yeah
0: yeah this is um actually I would say most of the um Breath of the Wild stuff and the Age of Calamity stuff they're thematically very similar to each other because they're sort of going for that because it's one of the few games that's In the Zelda series, it's ever a direct sequel or prequel or however you want to look at this game um, to one another. Most of the other Zelda games, they sort of take place in different times and there are different links in Zeldas. But this is literally the same link in Zelda from Breath of the Wild. So I think they wanted to stick with thematically like the same kind of musical tone. And a lot of the stuff in Breath of the Wild is nothing like the rest of the Legend of Zelda music. There are some... um, let's say, like, you know, callbacks to more popular tracks from the original, or from other Zelda games, but for the most part, it's all pretty unique stuff, and just sort of ambient music that, for me, I like it, it's kind of pretty to listen to, but it's just not stuff I really listen to on its own, because it's like, oh, this is very kind of, like, there's no real driving force to it, you know, there's no melody to it, so I don't tend to listen to it too much. Yeah. Yeah, but, Oh no! This is a pretty good pick. Um, I, I know that um, Age of Calamity's soundtrack is a little overwhelming to listen to because there's, I think, a few hundreds tracks in there. So I wouldn't have expected you to dig too deep in this. But was there any others that you remember that you liked? You don't have to name it, but just what were, do you remember any others you liked?
1: Do, do, do. Let's play some Jeopardy music. <laughs>
0: okay. How about we just uh, say uh, there was, and you don't remember what they are, and let's move on? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fair. All right. Why don't we go ahead, and we'll move on to the next one. And why don't you tell me about it?
1: Um. Oh, jeez. I forgot. I okay. Next is Blinded by Light by M- Masashi Ham-
0: Angelia, talking to the mic. Oh.
1: By Masashi Hamuatsu. Hamauzu. Hamauzu a yeah all right um from final fantasy 13
0: all right good job that's a tough one so no no harm no foul on that one
1: thank you i'm the best
0: So you're going to hit record to record. That's how that works. Dumbest smart person I know. <laughs> anyway, that was Blinded by Light by Masashi Hamazu. Now you're doing it to me. <sighs> you're
2: welcome.
0: Yeah, thanks, child. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Blinded by Light by Masashi Hamazu from Final Fantasy XIII. Uh, for the longest time, you knew this as the lightning game because I thought it'd be kind of cool for you to see a game where um, a female was the kind of the lead player. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you don't get that too often, especially one that's actually got clothes on. You know, most of the time they're, like, in a bikini or something, you're like, oh, come on, really? I can't have my my little child playing this, and instead, you know, it's like, oh, okay, well, you know, Lightning is real skinny and everything, but, man, she kicks some serious butt, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah, and I think her pink hair is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's, like, pretty cool fighter, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, why don't you talk to me about why you picked uh, Blended by Light?
1: I really like this song for many reasons, so when I mean many reasons, I mean three reasons. Okay. <laughs> because, because a minute into the song you hear the violin solo and it's so cool. The solo also stands out a lot from the rest of the song, so it's really neat to listen to.
0: This is absolutely like one of the things that I kind of like love about Final Fantasy 13 is the music, and this track in particular is just one of my favorites. The only thing I really have to complain about with this is it's the battle theme, right? Yeah. And by the time this picks up, sometimes you're already finished with the battle.
1: Yeah, that's sad.
0: Yeah, because it's like as soon as like the da da, da 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 like as soon as like the violin thing kicks in, you're like, what? But I, but I want to listen to this. I don't want a, the battle to be over. It's like I want it to like.
1: <sighs> yeah, By the way, I was better at that violin solo rhythm than you were.
0: Well, yeah, I'm sure because you're a violinist. Yeah, mm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a fake radio over the internet post. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, you are better at that stuff, because that's what we're having you do lessons for.
2: Yep.
0: I would hope our money is not being just Waste. pissed away. Yeah, exactly. Watch
1: <laughs> your language. I will not, thank you. Or I will donate all your money. I will... Th- donate this entire system here. I'll donate all your amiibos it's a, to Falcom. Hey,
0: the, the, the plural of amiibo is amiibo. Thank you. I don't care. It's like the plural of Lego is Lego.
1: I don't care. All I know is I'm donating all this to Falcom you say one more word.
0: You do realize you do that. I don't have it anymore. That means you can't use it.
1: Oh, well, I don't care.
0: <laughs> I beg to differ. The as sooner as you start playing Breath of the Wild, Daddy, I want to use your amiibo so I get better weapons and stuff. Hey! <laughs> Am I wrong?
1: No, maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. maybe. Maybe yes, no, maybe so. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a no. <laughs> anyway, all right. Why don't we go ahead and let's uh, let's wrap this thing up here by talking about our last one. So why don't you uh, why not you introduce the next the last song for us?
1: All right, the last one is Objection from Phoenix Wright's 15th Anniversary Orchestra Concert.
0: Alright, that was Objection from Phoenix Wright, 15th Anniversary Orchestra Concert. Um, you've been playing Phoenix Wright a lot. You like Phoenix Wright enough that I actually had to buy you the anime once um, the YouTube uploads got, uh, got taken down because you were watching them for free, and then I was like, well, great, I guess I gotta pony up and buy this now, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. So, what in particular do you like about this?
1: The song sounds so good because it's like the game, but more like an orchestra. But it's more like an orchestra song. I also love how there's a good amount of layers in this song to the point it does not have to have too little and not so many that it sounds i don't want to say bad but bad so it's really cool with the layers that every time you listen to the song it has like something new in it like a rhythm or instrument so that's White, sounds so good in my opinion
0: and you kind of turned me on to this one i i think i listened to this initially like you know when i first got this album but mm-hmm. um the little violin solo that happens like it's a very light violin solo to the point that it almost gets overtaken by the other instruments as it comes back in and you said it's like about two minutes and 40 seconds into it yeah yeah it sounds like the song ends and then there's a very light violin solo that kind of brings it back in and then gets overpowered by the rest of it. But I like the little violin solo in there. It was a nice little catchy Brought that to my attention. Thank you. All right. So that, my dear, is the podcast. How do you feel?
1: I feel like... I feel like an Eevee.
0: I don't know what that means. Can you elaborate on that?
1: Nope.
0: So you feel like... a Pokemon that could turn into nine or eight other Pokemon? Yep. Just depends on when you evolve it or what you use to evolve it? Yep. Okay. Well, folks, this is what I'm putting up with every day. So maybe yep. you shouldn't donate to my Patreon so I can't go to work to get away from these kids. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All
0: right. Did you enjoy yourself? Yes. Yeah? Okay. Would you want to do these again at some point? Yes. Okay. Because
1: I felt like a baby. <laughs>
0: All right. Well, that'll uh, that'll wrap up this episode of Rocket with Your Card Out—a very special episode, my 70th episode now. You believe I've done 70 of these?
1: Too bad uh, it's not Valcom's 70th anniversary. This would have been so cool.
0: Oh well, if we uh, if we stop recording and wait 31 years, we can do their uh, their 71st anniversary if they're still around.
1: I don't know. I think I think they'd probably be extinct. Maybe I don't know.
0: You mean out of business?
1: I don't
0: know. No, yeah, not not extinct, Angelia.
1: <laughs> extinct.
0: Anyway, if you ever wonder um, if I passed along my uh, my mush mouth to my children, there's your answer. Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, Angelia. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you decided you wanted to do this because I thought it'd be fun for you to do, but I didn't want to pressure you into doing it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So. So like I said, if you ever want to do it again and you have something you want to talk about or we just kind of do the same thing, we can always do this again because Daddy has uh, thousands and thousands of video game tracks you can listen to, right?
1: Yeah, I yeah. definitely want to do this again.
0: Okay, yeah. So maybe every once in a while I'll bring you on and we can uh, talk about video game music again.
1: Mm-hmm. And maybe
0: occasionally you can introduce me to some new stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's going to be hard because of how much stuff I listen to, but...
1: Yeah, I that... want to feel like a EP again.
0: Okay, yeah. <laughs> and you know, I have to keep listening to new stuff to do for the podcast, so it's constantly like a discovering new things like the last or two episodes ago i did mm-hmm. it was called illuminating laser a uh, game for the sharp x68000 a um, like japanese computer that came out in the early 90s and this game didn't come out until like 2000 and something and then got finished in 2014 and it's so obscure that there's like no real physical releases of it that people can find like anywhere and the rom has barely been dumped and yeah it's um yeah, so I, I feel like I'm trying to out-obscure myself every episode, and I swear I'm not trying to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that's been Rocket with your out, and again, I appreciate uh, you being on Angelia, mm-hmm. and I appreciate you, yes, you, the listener, for listening. And until uh, until the next episode, take care of yourselves.
1: Who the heck are you talking to, by the way?
0: The people that are listening to us, you knucklehead.
1: Yeah, but they're on the other side of the screen.
0: Well, yeah, but that's part of the radio thing, is they like hearing that you're talking to them. You're
1: talking to the microphone.
0: Yes, I know, but they want to they want to know that you're having to (sighs) cover never mind just just hit stop
1: (laughs) okay goodbye
0: great I knew that groove was in your heart